With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. here on the KCO Day radio program. Coming up on the show, we will um, not once but twice point out how I'm right. Well, we'll probably do it more than that, but there's two. Well, I guess one is a bit of a fulfillment and in a very, very tragic story. The other one is a, let's just be honest about what's going on here. Both of them having to do with the North Carolina legislature. Uh, Where do you want to start? I am right, and here's why, or I'm going to be right, and here's why. Slightly different, because one is predictive, the other one is uh, evidence-based. And by the way, if you think my evidence is BS, you're more than welcome to uh, call and tell me. Our phone number is 888-934-7874. Uh, Ross, I'll let you decide. Do you want to start with the past tense, I was right, or the part where I'm going to make a prediction because I feel they're trying to pull the wool over the public's eyes, but we all know what's up. I want to go past tense. You want to go past tense. Yeah. So how, how then am I right? Do you remember when I said that the Uber bill was stupid? I do. Yes. And uh, for those of you who uh, who don't remember uh, this, uh, so they decided, and it, it was Republican, and I even, by the way, I talked to the member on the phone for 15, 20 minutes one day. Not on the air, but off the air. Because it, it was very, it, it smacked a big government-y stuff. All right? And uh, basically... It was this onus on Uber drivers to go ahead, and while they did end up tweaking some of it, so you don't have to have a full-on front plate, um, you have to have the you have to have indicators that you are in fact an Uber or a Lyft, for that matter. Um, and uh, there's a certain investment, and it's not a big investment, but it's an investment that people who are doing that then have to make. Uh, and in many cases, they're not making very much money doing this. And so not only are they not making a bunch of money doing it, some who, uh, frankly, who would only do it on a very infrequent basis, which is better for the consumer, here's why. Uh, Let's say that there is a football game, right? So there's a football game, everything's insane, a bunch of people are going to be using ride-sharing services. The price that you as a consumer pay, it will be wholly dictated by the number of available rideshare uh, opportunities. 
So if you've got some guy who's like, yeah, you know, uh, I just around the football game, I do this because generally I can make a little money doing it, and I only have to drive near the stadium, which I'm comfortable with because I live over here, and then boom, perfect. To just, to do things to add little layers of bureaucracy to it, it has a has a net chilling effect. It dissuades people. Okay, so I, this, this is just one of just one of a billion reasons why I pointed this out. With that in mind, we have um, we have a very sad story uh, having to do with a uh, an Uber driver, and um, this is. Oh, now I know what you're saying. You're going, well, what if it if it does deal with an actual Uber driver? Then what's your beef over this? Because here's why. One of the one of the things that high profile in the news, which this was legislation and government's here to keep out keep a watch for you. One of the things that we in our society do is too often we let our guard down because we assume that some bureaucrat somewhere is looking out for us. Would you say that's fair? When you when you chug it when you chug into some uh, some milk or you get something to eat or whatever it is at the end of the day you have an implied confidence that everything's going to be a okay because the government's here and so it, to some extent it lessens some of your guards we've, we've seen stories over the years where people just uh, divorce themselves of common sense and by the way I'm not implying that. The uh, the woman who in this story is the victim is at fault here. I just want to be abundantly clear. I want to be abundantly clear. Not at all. Because I think that we find ourselves putting together in our head subconsciously a certain comfort level the more that we think government's keeping an eye on stuff for us. And I think that's a dangerous thing. Case in point, police in Kernersville say a man is behind bars after a woman was kidnapped and sexually assaulted during an Uber ride. They say the woman ordered a ride from one location to another, but they say the driver, 39-year-old Tariq Atuli, wouldn't take her to her destination. Instead, police say he took her somewhere else without her consent and committed a sexual offense. So at that point, you're saying, well, Casey, why the hell are you trying to draw this in where it's the same as somebody who's posing as an Uber driver? Because remember, we had that case, uh, the South Carolina one, took up a lot, a lot of discussion time. And uh, sadly, in that case, he also murdered the woman. Because ultimately, at the end of the day, it proves my point that if something bad is going to happen, it doesn't matter whether they have your mandatory sticker and your blinky little light and your little front-facing display of license plate numbers, all of which are required under this bill, the fact is that the best defense against stuff, sometimes there is no defense. Sometimes there's just we're going to be put in situations where horrible things happen. Still is numero uno. And and that's that's the sad. That's the sad of the, the world that we live in. Now, we don't look. He's accused. These are the allegations, he's under arrest, day in court, all that good stuff. But ultimately, we're talking about, oh, well, we're going to make the Ubering or the Lyft experience super safe because government's here to help with their big, giant bill. And you're not going to stop it. And yes, it is analogous to a lot of other things that we have discussions about. But 
I'm right, so there you go. Uh, uh, scoreboard number one, boom. Number two, license plates. This whole thing, this whole we need to replace lights, uh, the license plates every seven years because some of them are not reflective enough at night and it's very, very dangerous. You guys are liars. Shut up. You want the license plates to be refra- reflective as possible so that your little machines that you drive through neighborhoods to go ahead and tally where plates are, uh, to go ahead and use for tolling purposes, to for auto ticketing purposes, screw you, that's what's up. And and as we found out, and I will give credit where credit is due, in a fine little piece uh, that REL Investigates did, uh, also there's the whole concept of you can go ahead and crony capitalism the right reflective material, which uh, did not happen but seemingly was on the road because people just insert little nuggets of language. Now, I wish REL was as due, uh, would do that as much diligence when uh, Democrats are pulling that crap, but... At the end of the day, they're right. And you're telling, oh, you gotta, it's for the kids. No, it's for your wallet. You want it to be reflective as possible for your wallet. Do you remember when they first opened that tollway, Ross, and we figured out a loophole that if you have out-of-state plates or you have temporary plates, you can do whatever you want? Yep. And I had just gotten that car, and so I was just driving around up there. Woo! Because you have the whole thing to yourself. At that point, you could have a picnic in the middle of the tollway when it first opened. So... This whole, uh, you got to get your license plates replaced, serves a number of purposes, the least of which is you worried that they're reflective enough at night. Do you know what you know what on a vehicle is reflective enough at, light, at night? Reflectors. Yes. The, the, the light is a reflect, and the lights that you're supposed to have on on your vehicle, this whole, whoa, the license plate's not bright. How many times have you been able to spot an oncoming vehicle an oncoming vehicle, and sit there, and and it's because of the plate. What is it you normally see? The lights, right? Because it's at night. I know, this is not that difficult. Oh, here we go, and I already knew this was coming. You can't legislate behavior. Bad people are going to do bad things, but I don't agree with your correlation. Nothing would have prevented the attack. I specifically and explicitly said that. My point is that you can't. So as you sit here and you decide that you're going to legislate things, and you and but you're also telling people you're doing this because you, in reaction to a story that is exactly similar, minus the part where in South Carolina he killed that poor young woman, you look you're wasting time. You're wasting time, and I feel like the better thing that people are served with is not confidence that government's here to help with their laundry list of things but rather reminding themselves on a regular basis that their best defense against bad things will always be them. Will always be to be, will be situational awareness. So no, do I think that it necessarily would have helped in this situation? Probably not. But it's the, I'm rejecting the argument once again that government can eventually find some sort of because here's what's happened. With South Carolina, it was it was uh, sitting here and it was she got into the wrong vehicle. Got it. Well, let's make it so she can't get in the wrong vehicle. By the way, Uber went ahead and changed the functionality of their app. You get different reminders and you get different prompts now. 
as to Uber all over our nation's capital, too. Um, and they got a big thing that pops up up there. I don't know why it doesn't down here, but it does up there. Um, and and so they went ahead and decided that they were going to make changes because Uber has a financial incentive to make sure that their product is as safe as possible. The government coming in and doing a bunch of stuff, pretending like they're helping, I'm telling you, it all has a mental impact. And the mental impact is people have an inherent trust that, gov- don't worry, government's working on it. Government's working on it when in in the case of a lot of stories that we sit here and talk about, just a, just an ounce of situational awareness, an ounce of head on the swivel kind of attitude, hey, that doesn't look like uh, that doesn't look right. Let me extract myself from the situation is is something that is decreasing, I, th- I think from a societal standpoint. So, so you guys can all send me emails telling me that uh, there's, there's no connection here, but this is a continuation. And I'll give you an example. The continuation is this. Think of the South Carolina thing as a shooting. Oh, we have to do something. So they'll take an individual element of the shooting. In this case, it was, the, the, it was, it was somebody who was posing as Nuber. And we're going to go ahead and we're going to we're going to create some laws so they could never do that again. And let's say they get a law impacted and then another one happens. And the reason another one happens is because you can't eventually guard against all of this. So now you look at the situation and go, well, technically they got in a real Uber. So well, here's what we need to do. We need legislation now where we and then X, fill in whatever the X, Y, Z is. Because the situation was different minus that or was the same minus the one issue. And the issue was um one was an Uber driver, one was posing as an Uber driver. And if you don't think that some politician somewhere is talking about what they can do to make the uh, the Uber experience safer now in light of what happened in Kernersville, uh, I, got a, I got a bridge to sell you. So that's the connection there. You can't focus just on the crimes. You have to focus on the way that people react. And the way that they react detracts from people shouldering the majority of the responsibility in their life. It, it doesn't sound like it would have helped in this case, but it all, the whole, the totality of it, the constant need for some politician somewhere to have a law with somebody's name in front of it that at the end of the day does things that common sense used to. Let me ask you this. Uh, uh, for those of you who use Uber, especially women, even if that was your driver, even if that was your driver, you guys exchanged the names, you did all the things, but you didn't like the look of the guy, would you not get in the Uber? Or would you do it because you think that the process has enough restrictions and boundaries on it? I bet you would. Why? Why, w- why would you get in that situation? What's stopping? There's no, there's no physical restraints. What's stopping something really bad from happening? This is what I worry about. I think people do a, a much better job when they are, when they feel that at the end of the day, they got themselves to thank for their personal security. So that's my point. And if people want to get hung up on, uh, on little elements of it, fine. But I want to at least address my larger point. And my larger point is it dumbs us down and it makes us less self-preserving in the in the way that we interact or that we act on a regular basis 
And that's dangerous. It has a dangerous net effect. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. 18 plus. Terms and apply. See website for details. Two-thirds of Americans are at risk to experience a blackout. Are you ready to protect your family? Well, you could be with the Patriot Power Solar Generator 2000X. This new solar generator has double the capacity and is expandable, so you can run big appliances like your fridge even longer. And best of all, the new solar generator is fume-free, safe to use inside, and never needs gas ever. Over 150,000 Americans already trust Patriot Power Generators. Go right now to 4patriots.com slash on the right to get your solar generator now. You'll even get a solar panel included for free. So go to 4patriots.com slash on the right. That's 4patriots, the number 4, patriots.com slash on the right. 621 Bloomberg Minute brought to you by Hendricks Business Systems. This is a Bloomberg Market Minute. An apparent easing of the trade tensions with China helped to boost stocks at the start of the new week. A delegation of Chinese officials will be in Washington next week for a new round of trade discussions. Ian Shepardson of Pantheon Microeconomics tells Bloomberg Radio he's not getting his hopes up. I don't think we're going to get a trade deal this side of the election. I think we're going to get some warm noises next week, but I think what they're planning to do now is to string Trump along until the election. The supply manager's manufacturing index for September will be released this morning. The government will report on August construction spending. We'll get the third quarter sales reports from General Motors, Ford and Fiat Chrysler today. Overseas automakers will release their September numbers. Analysts say the United Auto Workers strike against GM probably had little impact because the company loaded up on inventory before the walkout. Spice maker McCormick and Company will post quarterly results today. Jeff Bellinger, Bloomberg Radio. All right, uh, it is 622, back in a moment. KCO Day and Carolina's Morning News sets up the day. Smart talk and news continues all day on 106.1 FM Talk in the Triangle and 94.5 WPTI in the Triad. Okay, uh, this is a trick. Pretty sure on that. Uh, Apparently, uh, men who want a... um, chiseled jaw uh, are now, uh, as uh, some form of workout, are running around and, and putting rubber balls in their mouth. Yes, uh, de- men desperate for chiseled jaws, chewing on rubber balls as part of This is, you know what? I see what's going on here. We will, uh, we're going to have to touch on this story coming up on the KCO Day radio program. Ball Morning Update, presented by Hendrick Automotive Group. So, in the latest Democrat Party coup against President Trump, the Democrats are saying some bizarre things. Some of the weirdest comments uh, came over the weekend from Beto O'Rourke, whose campaign is now circling the drain. 
Now, Beto claims that impeaching Trump would unify the country. In other words, he thinks Trump supporters would support Democrats tossing him out of office, even though Republicans give Trump a 91% approval rating. So Beto offers Trump his advice. The best thing for the president to do, says Beto, is quit right now. Just walk away from his agenda, walk away from the White House, turn his back on the millions of people who elected him. Beto O'Rourke is like a lot of other Democrats, 100% delusional. Beto O'Rourke is a man-child. He's totally out of touch with the country he thinks that he should lead. Now, this, this impeachment coup attempt by the Democrats is going to unify Trump voters like nothing before. And in 2020, Trump supporters will turn out of the polls in numbers you won't believe. It'll demonstrate just how unified they are against Democrats. Beto, maybe the best thing for you to do is stop making pronouncements on Trump's future and maybe worry about your own. Your failed campaigns exposing you for what you are. You're a genuine lightweight and your shelf life has expired. Go away. Imagine that I only gave you part of a news story. Be pretty hard to follow, right? Well, that's exactly what happens when you rely on your credit card and bank statements to protect your identity. I mean, sure, your bank can help detect credit card fraud, but not the many other ways your identity can be stolen, like when somebody opens a new account or applies for an online loan in your name. That's why there's LifeLock. LifeLock uses technology to alert you to a wider range of identity threats. And if you have a problem, one of their U.S.-based specialists will work to fix it. No one can prevent all identity theft or monitor all transactions at all businesses. But with LifeLock, you can get more comprehensive identity protection than you can get anywhere else. Join now and get 30% off your first year when you visit LifeLock.com. Make sure to use promo code RUSH. Save 30% when you sign up now before October 6th. That's LifeLock.com promo code RUSH to get 30% off. Rush is back today at noon. More of KCO Day and Carolina's Morning News right now on 106.1 FM Talk in the Triangle and 94.5 WPTI in the Triad. I just want to know what color you want. I don't understand what the problem is. I just feel like it could be a trick question, that's all. Ross is not... I'm trying to buy something for Ross. A little little late birthday present. It's very kind of you. I'm going to pass, though. Thank you. So apparently there's a, a, a thing where you it's a ball you put in your mouth and then you chew on it and it's a resistance exercise and it gives you a chiseled jaw and you you and you totally it's the dumbest looking thing in fact we tweeted this out so make sure you follow us at kcontheradio.com and you'll see pictures of jackasses with this thing in their mouth and then if you click through on the link you'll see a loop video of it and that's Weird. It's got to be a troll product. That is like, weird. There's guys like you're not going to believe what I'm going to get other guys to do. Yeah, but look, you know, Ross, think of this opportunity. You're sitting in your studio right now. I'm in Greensboro, sure. so you're, you're you're by yourself for ten minutes after the show. You put balls in your mouth, and <laughs> and in in three months, I think, yeah, three months. If you put the balls in your mouth for ten minutes a day and do the workout. You'll have a more pronounced jawline. Or and, hear me out. Or you could chew gum. Or you or could right, tell I heard me. Rocky Marciano or Joe Lewis did that all the time. That's so why he couldn't strong jaw. Yeah. 
Yeah, you can okay, well go. anyway, anyway, history guy, this is this is the new thing right here, right? You know, it's like, oh, you could write remember the old bicycles with the big tall giant wheel that was as tall as a man and then the little tiny back wheel and people would ride that around, right? Do you remember that by oh, way? Yeah. You know, the old timey bikes? Okay. Now you have Pelotons. Which one would you prefer to work out on? Or your sir or a traditional high end mountain bike? It's not even a question. You know, my so. jawline is already genetic perfection. I don't think you can improve it. I don't know about that, but whatever. Uh, just tell me, do you prefer... Now, I need to know which color to get you. Do you want black balls in your mouth? <laughs> blue balls in your mouth? Right. Or red balls I in your mouth? I feel like, once again, I feel like it's a trick question. I feel like it's a troll product. Black balls, blue balls, red I'm balls. Pass. What is it? You know, I'm colorblind. So I was at the urinal. Yes, I'm During sorry. the break. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was, you know... Yeah. Go in the bathroom. Guy comes up to me. What? A complete stranger. And yeah, the bet's just weird. And he leans over and he's like, I think we should burn the AR-15. What? Yeah, I don't know. He had something in his mouth. Well, what is, I think we should. That's we all I got. AR-15. I don't know. Like, who are you? Did he have blue balls, black balls, or red balls? You know, none of my business. And the worst part is it protrudes, so it looks like you're wearing a ball gag sand straps. That is fantastic. Put the ball gag in your mouth and get in the trunk. What, now, I got a question. Why wouldn't you make one in pink so guys can buy this for their wives? Huh? What? I'm the bad guy here? No, it's a fair question. Okay. Equality. That's all I'm looking for. Right, you don't want to be a bigot. I'm just looking for equality here on the show. I try to keep an open mind. I'll give you an example. I think a lot of you have probably seen the video by now, and if you haven't, we got it posted at KCOnTheRadio.com of uh, Antifa blocking a crosswalk, and there's what looks to be about a 90-year-old woman with one of those roller walker things, uh, and they're they're uh, they're blocking her out. In fact, do we have audio of that stupidity going on? I think we do. Nazis That's what they're screaming at her. You can't miss the video. Because no matter how elderly and frail I describe this woman uh, in the video, she looks even more so. But uh, they got their arms interlocked. Nobody's getting by, including this lady. Now, if I was Captain Close-Minded over here, where I just uh, all, all the all the mouthballs are just for the guys, uh, then I wouldn't be able to think this out for a moment going, you know what? I don't know what she's got in that little walker carrier. You know what I'm saying? And if you're the enemy of Antifa, who better to hold Molotov cocktails across the front lines than, than Nana? Because nobody suspects Nana. See, I keep an open mind there because, again, it looks horrible. It looks like a bunch of spoiled brats in their little mask blocking... Uh, the greatest generation from slowly crossing the street. Greatest generation. But in reality, it possibly could be uh, uh, Nana's Nana's hauling the you know the the pepper the bear mace and and the weaponry and all the rest. We don't know. Maybe they do know. See, open mind. No, that's just somebody's grandma. That's just somebody's great grandma. And you people are psychotic. But you you know what's even more psychotic? 
I was trying to decide the comments under the videos on Twitter uh, or the these two stories, uh, who who I find more repugnant. In fact, uh, I'll let you help. First, people who under that video had the audacity to argue that that is the generation that, in fact, votes for Trump. So Nana's getting what she deserves. That's pretty rude, huh? Or the people who decided that Mark Hamill's the man after he told a three-year-old to go force himself. And, and an entire generation of folks decided to pretend that he didn't just do that. For those of you who don't know that story... Ivanka Trump and, or no, who who tweeted the picture out, though? I believe it was her account. The, the point is, it's a family photo, and one of the children, the three-year-old, is wearing a full Stormtroopers costume. Everyone else is dressed normal clothes and is doing a super, the, the kid's flexing while wearing this costume. It's actually pretty funny. And... Says the force is strong in this household or something along those lines. I don't have the story right in front of me, but uh, I'll pull it out. And Mark, yes, the actual Star Wars actor tweets back, you spelled uh, fraud wrong. Get it? The fraud is strong. Okay. And hashtag go force yourself. Well, keep in mind that there's only one person in that photo who who is making a visual reference to Star Wars and it's a three-year-old in, in his costume. And you're the dude from Star Wars, and you're making go-f-yourself jokes, utilizing Star Wars reference. How are people not supposed to assume the two are interconnected? All right, so um, uh, the commenters then supporting Mark Hamill's decision. Who's the bigger steam in pile? The people are like, yeah, you get that three-year-old. Oh, and, and they went. They took it a step further. They're just like, you, you know, the, the three-year-old deserves everything he gets. He's, he's a spoiled brat. He's got a costume. It's because, you know, daddy puts kids in cages. That can, I mean, you name it, it's on there. Or people are like, good, I'm glad they blocked the 90-year-old woman who can barely walk from going across the street because there's a higher likelihood statistically she voted for Trump. Which people uh, which people would you most like to ball gag with a horrible uh, uh, troll product that promises you chiseled jaws so you don't have to hear them again? I'll leave that up to you. But the video available of the, uh, the little old lady who tried to cross the street at KCOnTheRadio.com. KCOnTheRadio.com, and we got a ton of stuff up there today. All right, coming up on the show, uh, I want to remind you of an event we cut two days away. Yeah, Thursday. We got an event coming up Thursday. In fact, we're going to do a whole housekeeping thing, okay? I got a whole housekeeping thing. I got to tell you about that, and then I got to tell you about this other thing. And do you like free food? I'll bet you do. Free good food, by the way. 
Uh, well, then you will want to pay close attention to what I have to tell you when we return from the KCO Day radio program. Fox Sports, presented by Terminex Pest and Mosquito Control. From the Fox Sports studios in Los Angeles. Here's Eddie Garcia. Week four in the NFL came to a close on Monday night in Pittsburgh with the Steelers beating the Bengals 27-3 in a battle of winless teams. Pittsburgh's defense sacked Cincinnati quarterback Andy Dalton eight times and forced him into a pair of turnovers. Meanwhile, Pittsburgh quarterback Mason Rudolph was 24 of 28 passing for 229 yards, two touchdowns, no interceptions. Pittsburgh 1-3 with the win, Cincinnati 0-4 with the loss. News from the NFL where Raiders linebacker Vontez Perfect has been suspended for the rest of the season for repeated violations of the league's unnecessary roughness rules. He will reportedly appeal the suspension. Broncos linebacker Bradley Chubb has a partially torn ACL in his left knee. He will miss the rest of the season. Bears quarterback Mitchell Trubisky reportedly has a dislocation in his left shoulder and a slight labrum. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Two-thirds of Americans are at risk to experience a blackout. Are you ready to protect your family? Well, you could be with the Patriot Power Solar Generator 2000X. This new solar generator has double the capacity and is expandable, so you can run big appliances like your fridge even longer. And best of all, the new solar generator is fume-free, safe to use inside, and never needs gas ever. Over 150,000 Americans already trust Patriot Power Generators. Go right now to 4 slash on the right to get your solar generator now. You'll even get a solar panel included for free. So go to fourpatriots.com slash on the right. That's four patriots, the number four, patriots.com slash on the right. Tear. It is not expected he'll need surgery, but it's unlikely he'll play Sunday against the Raiders. And Bills quarterback Josh Allen is in the league's concussion protocol. His status for Sunday is unknown. It is possible Matt Barkley could have to start against Tennessee. are at least three ways to listen. FM, the iHeartRadio app, and the podcast. KC is on 106.1 FM Talk in the Triangle and 94.5 WPTI in the Triad. It's in your mind, sir. Did you ever consider that? Ross, can I get a Moonbat Extreme, please? I'm at the Greensboro studio, so it's on my main. Not on the daily, it's on my main. All right, Ross is going to get that for us. A little Moonback Stream action. I'm going to need that for this email. Moonback Stream! Thank you. Apparently, somebody who listened to the last segment feels that we're intentionally attempting to be lewd and childish with our discussion of exercising and that uh, we're being perverts. Which part? I don't know. They don't say. They just say, I was listening to your discussion in the last section. And it's a segment, by the way, sir. Uh, in the last section, and it's beneath you. Oh, and it's beneath us too, by the way. Um, so I don't know, but what did we we talked about exercising, right? Yeah, no, I'll uh, review the audio because we. I mean, I take that kind of stuff seriously. Yeah, we okay, were. So I just reviewed the audio. I didn't find anything. 
Well, look at that. Yeah. You just reviewed the audio, so I don't know what we're supposed to do know. about that. So, now if you scroll down about four cuts under that, yeah, you'll got it. Okay. All right. Get out of here. <laughs> Good, sir. Come on! Oh, man! We don't even Why? have one over here. Oh, we should have released him over here. Forgot all about it. Again. Uh, quit being childish. That was messy. Oh. See, I don't believe you. I think that's beneath you. No, I can believe you just forget to move it every time. All right, 655, let me tell you about a little something coming up. you got to have a slight little bit of childish nature, though, because we're going to try to have fun, which um, fun haters often write the show. But they're no fun at our actual live events, including our next Pints of Politics coming up in two days. It's Thursday. This one's in the triad. This one is at Chop House, south of uh, the airport there on Highway 68. And it is between 4 and 7. Now, you don't have to come the whole time. You just pop in, say, hey, how you doing? We are curious the number of folks because we uh, uh, basically need that number, and we give it to the fine folks over at Chop House, and then they go, all right, uh, we're going to get some appetizers and foods to blow you away. And it is a significant grazing opportunity. I'm not going to lie to you. They have a ton of fun. They bring this dessert tray out. But then we just chat. We get to know folks. Uh, I'll be there, and um, we will not be bringing the wood chipper. That's staying. So that's going to stay in uh, Ross's studio, apparently forever. And um, all you have to do is go to 945wpti.com to register. Just on the little flip-through thing up there, Um You'll see that there's the part at the top of the page that moves. In fact, um, if our uh, if our fearless leader's listening, I don't think there's any reason that that shouldn't be in the first position, which I just noticed it's not on the dynamic lead, uh, which is uh, uh, inside baseball. But uh, just hit the arrow over. It's in the second position currently, and then uh, clickety-click-click, uh, a couple pieces of information, uh, and then we know how much food to make. And then, in pure chop house fashion, they'll make way more than we need because that's generally the meals that they serve, too. They're huge. But um, it's really, really delicious, and uh, we'll be there from 4 to 7 on Thursday, and we need like a billion of you people to come out. In fact, hey, Ross, will you do me a favor? Sure. Will you, because I know they're back in the district this week, will you send an email to both Congressman Mark Walker and Congressman, it's Ted Budd's district, Technically, I think both of them, and tell them we got this great event, and we'd love it if they pop by. Sure, uh, and uh, tell them there's dessert too, and we'll see if we can get uh, we'll get one of the uh, one of our uh, uh, fine uh, congressional interviews that we do on the regular uh, to uh, pop by and say hey. Okay, not promising anything, but I do know because I was up in D.C. with them last week that this week they're back uh, doing district stuff. Now, they, from a calendar standpoint, I don't know how it fits, but. Who knows? Would be amazing. And um, so RSVP, 94.5 WPTI. Because here's what's going to happen if you don't. One of the one of the members of Congress will be like, yeah, totally, I'll swing by. And then once, and then it'll fill up, and you'll be like, oh, I should have registered because now I can't go because I was late on that. So that's all you got to do, okay? Uh, let's see here. All right, so um, I'm just looking at the time there. My little uh, thing was freezing there. Uh, so 945-WPTI, 
com. I just got away holding a message. That stuff is not professional, not what most of us listen for. I guess we get used to it and try to ignore it. That's all I ask. You know, I think that's fair. Yeah. It's more, I got a, it's more than fair. I got no problem with that. And, and for other people, that is what they listen for. Right. And then they're like, oh, he's talking about right, right, right. the impeachment again, right. which we will. It's compromise. Hand across the aisle right there. That is Washington, <laughs> take note. <laughs> all right. We got lots of both coming your way. So uh, hang on. We'll be back. Seven oh seven here on the KCO Day radio program. Uh, let me let me just go ahead and get this one right out the way, and you'll notice a lot of similarities with the whole Russia, Russia, Russia thing. Where now you're going to have a bunch of little side stories coming out that are super scoops by the various networks. New York Times: Trump pressed Australian leader to help Barr investigate Mueller inquiry's origins. All right, so they're trying to paint the picture that uh, this in some way, shape, or form is akin to the very same allegations uh, about Ukraine, but it couldn't be more different, actually. But, um, oh, and there is the part two where the Australian government's like, he didn't, there was no press, there was none, none of that. Literally none of that. None of that happened. Excuse me. Sneeze this morning. Um, so, um, there's that. So they're already dead in the water when the Australian prime minister and the others pointed out in the story say that they're completely and utterly full of crap. That being said, there's a very real reason why Australia would be part of the larger bar investigation, which remember is an investigation looking into how exactly all of this came about how or if there was abuse of the FISA warrant process. This is is an investigation that is not a secret. We know that it's going on. And the reason that Australia would have to participate or, or would be asked to participate in some way, shape, or form is if you remember it was an Australian politician, well, politician's the wrong word, but a political appointee that was part of this whole thing spiraling or is claimed to have been a part of how this whole thing spiraling uh, uh, forward. And at the very least was part of the FBI investigation that landed um, at least one of the individuals associated with Donald Trump in jail. So uh, to pretend like this is some uh, quid pro quo part two thing, when, uh, by the way, you haven't even proven part one, is absurd, but it's the overwhelm and conquer strategy that we saw last time around. So if you saw that story, I just want you to remember that uh, as uh, as Australia is involved in this, uh, this is not an unknown thing. Like, it's been part of the conversation since, um, well, since uh, we, we first started in the in the whole Mueller probe. So, okay, and, we, and the bar thing is happening. 
That continues to happen. All right, 888-934-7874. I just want to kick that off because I, I think they thought they were going to get some traction, but then the, uh, the Australians came out and said, that's absurd. Literally none of that happened. Uh, the whole uh, uh, calling and pressuring and quid pro quo and any of the rest. All right, let me get a very important call on uh, previous uh, subject. Uh, yes, Anthony, what's up? Well, I was thinking the whole jawball story, man, sounds kind of like the human version of Mr. Bucket. Mr. Bucket. That's right. I'm Mr. Bucket. I'm Mr. Bucket. Posh your balls in my top by Mr. Bucket. Out of my mouth and will pop by Mr. Bucket. We're all going to run by Mr. Bucket. The game's Mr. Bucket. The first to get their balls in, and Mr. Bucket wins. But look out, because the balls will pop out of his mouth. I'm Mr. Bucket. The balls pop out of my mouth. I'm Mr. Bucket. A ball is what I'm about. I'm Mr. Bucket. We're all going to run. I'm Mr. Bucket. Mr. Bucket from Milton Bradley. Yeah, that's a good point. So, um, like, that would be an example, which you just heard there, of a behind-the-scenes coup. Uh, if I could relate this to what I opened the hour with, uh, that's a conspiracy between multiple individuals, in this case our previous caller, and somebody who works. I, you see, I would say it was like democracy in action. I, how the would people that, speak into power. This isn't a democracy. I mean, that's your opinion. Hey, uh, you see that field over there with the big red X? Go stand there. <laughs> Why? What's going to happen? Nothing. You won't even notice. If you hear a whistling sound. Is there, is there treasure over there? There is treasure. Yeah, don't dig, though. Uh, we, we got something coming to help you dig. Because I like treasure. That's good. Treasure coming your way. Uh, I'm really surprised it took that long. I was actively trying to avoid that. But, uh, hey, what do I know? All right, let us, this, things are going sideways in Hong Kong. I'm just letting you know. Apparently one of the protesters was shot. Let me ask you a question, because everyone's freaking out over this, uh, this Trump uh, Civil War quote, uh, tweet. Let me read it to you. I wasn't going to tie these together, but now I am. So you all can just deal for a moment. So... Uh, among the other 1,000 tweets that Donald Trump has sent out, uh, one of them reads this way. If the Democrats are successful in removing the president from office, which they never will be, it will cause a civil war-like fracture in the nation from which our country will never heal. And to be fair, uh, and this is something that he does a lot, Donald Trump will retweet quotes from people he sees on TV, generally on Fox News. And so in that case, he was quoting uh, Pastor Robert Jeffries, uh, who is a Fox News uh, guest from time to time. Here's my question. What What does Civil War look like in America? Or what would it look like in 2019? And I, here's the thing. I'm not looking for the course, well, we got all the guns, so screw them. Gotcha. But there's a lot of, lot of weapons that uh, people on the far left are able to acquire. You need only look at uh, some of the back and forth that you see in, in, in various cities. I'm curious because I, I think people have it in their head, uh, Civil War, 1860s. But I, I, I don't know. 
I, I this is this is a thought process. This is not me hoping for anything. This is just a uh, what what would it look like? First of all, I would point out what would really suck is we don't have the letter writing skills that they had back in the day. And that's some of my favorite historical stuff from back in the day. You know, we've gone over that before in the show. You had like the lowest private, right? Yeah. Just the grunt, writing man. back letters and you read these letters and it's like some written by Emerson. Yeah. Famous poet. My Just dearest. Some guy. Yeah. yeah. My dearest. Uh, my they, dearest Annabelle, as I sit here quaintly and, you know. What? Yeah. What are you talking? Wow. That's impressive. All right. So, because I have, I think it's really going to suck if, if, let's just say, let's say it happens, but the and then 150 years later, there's some history channel or whatever the channel is then doing a uh, 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 Ken uh, Ken Burns documentary, but it's all in text speak. Right. They're reading back emojis. Yeah. It's just, it's a, it's a frowny face and fire. But, it, you know, it's, it's, it just doesn't compare. Man, that poop emoji is powerful. So what does, <laughs> what, what does. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to, has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Civil War look like? Does it look like war? I mean, does, is that what it looks like? Or does it kind of look like the way that we interact with each other when we step into a political realm now. Except the rest of the country would be participating. Because you got to pick a side. And I don't know the answer to that. Do I think that the president sitting there and, and pointing that out is inappropriate when he's quoting somebody? No. Because the president says civil war-like fracture. He's talking about a country that is already fractured in a Civil War-like way among those who choose to participate. Are you telling me it's not? Are you telling me that the justification of, uh, of mocking a three-year-old in an outfit and then piling on, the, uh, the, it's, it's the dehumanizing. If there's one thing that when you get into some of the social sciences that I don't, I don't disagree with, I absolutely 100% agree that when we see whoever it is that we disagree with as less than human, it makes a lot of things a lot easier. Now, they'll take it they'll take it uh, 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 to a very dark political place, but I think that it just makes it easier at that point to not give a crap what happens to them. You know, that's the that's the uh, that's the lowest level of that. But if if because you know what this 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 looks like it is a civil war like fracture, which is what the president said, although quoted, currently exists. It's arguably the civil war of today would mirror the height of the Cold War in in many many ways, or the uh, the great democracy v communism line of line of thinking you had people that were very 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 dedicated to whichever side of that they fell on 
Do I think that two armies are meeting um, up in Wake Forest? I don't know. But I, I, I do know that I, from a mindset standpoint, I don't know that we're that far away. And by the way, every, every single one of those politicians up in Washington has, a, has an immense amount of responsibility for where we're at. And those who would act in political manners within their bureaucratic jobs. I'm just curious what you think, 888-934-7874. I don't know if there's a right answer because it's really hard. It's really hard to imagine because there's a lot of things. There's a lot of differences, for, especially from a technological standpoint, of, this, of the uh, 1860s and where we are now. You know, it's, it's not another Gettysburg. But we might have to quarter soldiers at Ross's house. I'm just saying, there's some things that'll be similar and some things that won't be. We don't have the room. You know what? They don't care. You and your family can go live in the barn. There should be a law against this. Oh, yeah. Luckily, uh, we can pretty much suspend constitutional rights uh, in and around civil wars. Uh, There's a um, precedent, as they say. Jamal, what's up? Hey, KC, good morning, and of course, the super producer, Ross, good morning as well. KC, I believe that a civil war in America will be two versions. One, it will be pockets of fights, not like the military. I do believe some of the military would join in. Well, I ain't going to say like they're going to be driving tanks down the street. But you will have like Antifa and Kerry or Chapel Hill. Well, you would have somebody get on the phone and say, hey, we got 12 Antifa guys up here. We need the three percenters up here. We need to get the stars and bars. Get them up here. Okay, and you would have pockets of fighting like that, and it will spread to get bigger and bigger, like the fake hate crime that happened at Emanuel High School. Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm going to do that story with audio and the whole thing, so... I'm going to do that okay, set coming up here in just a few minutes. So, what, uh, because of course they tried to drag Mike Pence's wife into this, but we will get into that. Oh yes, yeah. I think I think it will be a lot, and I'm okay. Some people gonna get mad when I'm about to say. I think a lot of black folks will come out crying, saying, "Oh, we attack," and they're going. And a lot of some, not all, but some of the black community are going to use this chance to go try to settle old race grievances. And when they try, they're going to meet stiff resistance. And the media, regardless of what, if you're a Democrat, if you're waving the pride flag, if you're black, um, a POC, color people, if you're one of those, the media is going to paint you as innocent. You're just defending yourself like they did Antifa. Because, Casey, when you're right, I always tell you you're right. But, Casey, you're 100% right, but you left out one part. The media... Um, the media responsibility in this crap. Well, hold on, hold on. I'm going to agree with you kind of in the same way that the media fractured during the Civil War in the 1860s, where you had two versions of how things were going. And and you had you had versions that were printed in the North, and you had versions that were printed and distributed in the South in the form of pamphlets and uh, things that be provided to General Order soldiers. And uh, and they much of it was propaganda that was in those too from the from the various governments. 
So I'm, I'm with you. I just think that it, if you, you want to think about it ironically, it's already exists, kind of CNN and Fox News. You yeah. know what I'm saying? It's already but here. Here's the thing. Fox News is only one company compared to ABC, CNN. And no, 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 no. I, I got it. I got it. I, I'm just saying yeah. that people are going to gravitate towards those being the representative examples, but those two sides, which, and thanks for the call, Jamal, they kind of already do. You know, that's not that's not a new thing. It would just be on steroids kind of at that point. All right, well, hang on. We'll get more of your calls coming up on the KCO Day radio program. Fox Sports, presented by Terminex Pest and Mosquito Control. From the Fox Sports studios in Los Angeles, here's Eddie Garcia. In the NFL on Monday Night Football, the Steelers had no trouble beating the Bengals 27-3. Pittsburgh's defense sacked Cincinnati quarterback Andy Dalton eight times and forced him into an interception and a fumble. Pittsburgh quarterback Mason Rudolph was 24-28 of 28 passing for 229 yards, two touchdowns, no interceptions. Pittsburgh improves to 1-3 with the win. Cincinnati now 0-4 with the loss. News from the NFL where Raiders linebacker Vontez Burfecht has been suspended for the rest of the season for repeated violations of the league's unnecessary roughness rules. He will reportedly appeal the suspension. Broncos linebacker Bradley Chubb is a partially torn ACL in his left knee. He will miss the rest of the season. Bears quarterback Mitchell Trubisky reportedly has a dislocation of his left shoulder and a slight labrum tear. It's not expected to require surgery, but it's unlikely he'll play Sunday against the Raiders. Bills quarterback Josh Allen is in the least concussion protocol. His status for Sunday's game is unknown. It's possible Matt Barkley could start against Tennessee. In baseball, the Angels fire Brad Ausmus as their manager after just one season. Smart talk all day and news at the top and bottom of every hour. This is KCO Day and Carolina's Morning News on 106.1 FM Talk in the Triangle and 94.5 WPTI in the Triad. All right, much longer segment after the bottom of the hour. I'm going to slip in one short call. David, less than a minute. Go ahead. Hey, so there's a video on YouTube. I'm not sure if you've seen it. If you go out there and search Civil War, who would win? Yeah. About 30 minutes long. And it basically lays out everything about every question that anyone ever could ask about who would win. It comes down to grassroots movement would win. Basically because we we would cause mass chaos and just be able to blend in and the military won't even know who is grassroots. Well, and that's, that's, yeah, well, sir, I only got about five seconds. Uh, So who would win Civil War on the YouTube? More news, weather, and traffic are on the way, as well as Kim Commando's digital update. This is 106.1 FM Talk in the Triangle and 94.5 WPTI in the Triad. Well, 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 look at that. You know, uh, somebody mentioned pockets of violence. Uh, I don't know, does this count? And uh, I believe we have this video on the blog, uh, the vegan pizza video. Don't worry, it's not a vegetarian pizza. There's a lot of things we'll put on the blog. And and by the way, I'm getting back to phone calls momentarily, so hang loose. There's a lot of things I will put back on the, or I will put on the blog. But nothing is hateful as a vegetarian pizza. We can agree on that? Okay. With that in mind, um, over in the UK, man, there are some bonkers of uh, vegan stuff. Remember the chick who went to rescue the rabbits uh, about a month ago? You remember that story? Yeah, she was in the car covered with blood afterwards. And in the car covered with blood saying that the farmers attacked her and, and they found out that they liberated like, what, 15, 16 rabbits? Except a bunch of the rabbits that they took, they either stepped on or broke the backs of a bunch of them. And then a bunch of the rabbits they did take that they ended up killing uh, in some instances 
were uh, nursing rabbits and and a bunch of baby like a hundred rabbits died to liberate sixteen of them. Stuff's just crazy over there. So um, a group of vegan activists went into a pizza place and uh, decided that they were going to go ahead and essentially create a, a elbow lock line through the middle of it and start chanting uh, various insane things. Uh, some dude was yelling at him to get out. I, I can't tell if he's get out of the restaurant or get out of his way uh, for the whole of it, but uh, he's not having any of it. And so the way that the article gets labeled is he punched one of them. And there's no question he did. But what's hard to tell from the video, and it's an actual tactic that they teach people at some of these quote-unquote nonviolent protests, is you don't throw fists, but you throw your body into people to, uh, to make it so that they can't move. And I don't know why that isn't also assault. I believe that it is. Um, and I'm not justifying one way or the other. I'm just telling you that the video exists, and he tripped and fell, and his face or his fist landed on this uh, this protester's face. In fact, here is what here's what it sounds like. Now, and the reason punch. I'm pointing what he was punch. Before he punches him, yeah, and then they just film him, and he's just he's he's got this uh, this evil look on his face. Um, the reason I'm pointing this out is, you talk about little pockets of violence. What you have is you have people that are fed up, man. You have people that are just fed up. That's a guy who's fed up, and uh, he's fed up. He doesn't have time for it. I don't know if he's got an appointment. I don't know if it's um, he knows the guy who owns the business. But that's how you that's how you get so politically on all sides of this and you so disrespect even the personal space of those around you that you find yourself blocking little old ladies trying to cross with a walker, uh, blocking people who are just trying to get lunch and probably have a job to get to. You know, they kept shutting down. They shut down D.C. the day, uh, not the day I got there, but on Friday again. And thankfully, I didn't have to do a show, but people had to go to work, man. And there's video of these women who are who are like, you know, they're going to their job so they can feed their family that are just screaming out of this car at these. They don't care. They're doing little happy dances. And and then, as a result, somebody gets so amped up, they decide that that, that justifies them punching you in the face. These are all the elements of what does a civil war look like. That's what a civil war looks like. It's just a kind of a different look than uh, what you saw on the History Channel. But I would argue it's all relevant. Let's get into your calls on this. Uh, Jay, you're up first. Go ahead. Hey, Casey. Thanks for taking my call. Yeah. Um, I I think for civil war, part of how it would develop would be more consumer-driven, not necessarily violent, but... um, and, and much more conviction in those consumer decisions. And, and by way of example, you think about people who got irate about Target and their bathroom policies. And I'm never going back to Target again. Or with Nike and how they, they did the uh, the shoe and got whipped around by Kaepernick and then changed yeah. their mind. And people said, I never buy Nike shoes again. Poor choice well, those, of words, sir. Yeah. Well, those... those t- yeah, I didn't mean it that way, and you know that. But, no, 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 no. Uh, I'm just pointing out that this is, I, I, one, I'm kidding with you, but I'm pointing out yeah, okay. that this is how edge we get on this stuff. Yeah, point taken. But, you know, those type of convictions don't last very long. You know, as soon as Target has a great sale, people flood back in there. Or sure. Target, uh, or Nike has a, a great new shoe, and it's like, oh, yeah, i got to go get that one. 
Jason Momoa, I, I Jason Momoa just called us the plague that's killing the earth, and some people might have a problem with that, but I bet they see the next movie, next Aquaman movie. Made a billion dollars first time around. I'm with you, sir. I'm 100% with you. Yeah. I would argue one but side's I, better at it than the other currently, too. That, that's true. Because uh, I, I think a lot of us who are hardworking and got families that we're taking care of don't have time to deal with that. We're just looking for solutions. And, you know, you know, maybe we're not going to go to Disney this time around, but we won't hesitate to go to Florida because it's got nice beaches. Uh, it's, it's a little bit more gray about how you would you know, protest. Uh, a- it is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Two thirds of Americans are at risk to experience a blackout. Are you ready to protect your family? Well, you could be with the Patriot Power Solar Generator 2000X. This new solar generator has double the capacity and is expandable, so you can run big appliances like your fridge even longer. And best of all, the new solar generator is fume-free, safe to use inside, and never needs gas ever. Over 150,000 Americans already trust Patriot Power Generators. Go right now to 4 slash on the right to get your solar generator now. You'll even get a solar panel included for free. So go to 4 slash on the right. That's 4Patriots, the number 4, Patriots.com slash on the right. Consumer. Do you here's let me ask you this because from a consumer yeah. standpoint I see that as I think I see that as a capitalist decision and I and I would hate to conflate people making consumer driven choices uh, capitalist choices uh, as quote unquote civil war where the next step though is you're so let's say you're so offended that you're like I'm gonna go arson a target I think that's how you step into that next thing you know what I'm saying and because that's what you see over in countries that are where guerrilla-style yeah. civil war is going on. And, and you see those pockets of violence. You see those, those those actions that are meant to send a message. You see people shooting at ICE offices, as you saw down in Texas. That's, that's you know, holding a sign in front of an ICE office is a far different thing than firing around through it at 3 a.m. And, and we have to identify those particular pockets and not allow ourselves to be led around by the nose uh, by politicians who want to make hay and fundraise off of them, which is what currently happens, because it only escalates from there. So let me ask you this, sir. What, how does, how in a consumer-driven society, how does capitalism then survive? Where where people are making all the yeah. decisions based on that. Yeah, because, good question, because pretty soon you run out of people that you can't, spend money on based upon your own convictions but then you realize you need things and you got to go buy stuff so because remember the um, flip side is just not i don't like what you said i'm not shopping there you have whole groups that are dedicated to if you're not on the record as supporting this we're not shopping there you find you once you allow that to be the norm i feel that that is really dangerous to our economy but i do appreciate the call this morning jay good talk uh thank you very much uh bob uh go right ahead 
Um, thank you, Casey, for taking my call also. Yes. Um, I look at this from the viewpoint, uh, if we did get into uh, another shooting type civil war, which hopefully will never, ever happen, it would be far different cry from the original civil war back in the 1860s, which had geographical boundaries. This time around, there will only be political ideology boundaries between the uh, violent side of the fascist left and the conservative side. And the third point on that would be the federal government, that is the U.S. military. Uh, the U.S. military won't know who is on whose side, and that's going to create serious problems. And there's going to be a major fallout in terms of casualties all the way around. The country is going to be probably irreparably uh, torn apart until one of the ideologies you know, it somehow gets totally uh, suppressed. Yeah, I, and, that, that, I, and and you know, and at the end of the day, I don't know. I don't know how the how the military, if if it ever came to that, and people are already uh, upset that we're having this discussion because they're babies. Um, but I don't know how that divides because at the end of the day, the military's people. And if you look at the communities in which military bases are located, basically where all the stuff is, it, it, there is there's a whole lot of them in in red states, you know. So there's a higher likelihood that they're at, at the very least surrounded by people that are going to be on uh, uh, firmly on one side of that. Yeah. So I, well, yeah. You, what a mess. Well, well, yes, you will have chunks uh, of areas that are strongly one side or the other. But um, when it comes, you know, when you try getting down to the neighborhood level, you know, your house is here, your next door neighbor, and he might be politically opposed to you. And uh, who shoots the other then gets who wins in that region of territory. You're going to have many, many, many pockets yeah. across the country like that, and that's going to be a serious problem. The military rolls down the street. They're not going to know who's shooting at them, why. No, they're almost a third rail at that point. This is this, exactly. I, this is why I love dystopic uh, future movies and hate the idea that uh, it would ever, and thank you for the call, uh, ever be a thing here in real life. It is 746, Ray Stajic from the Weather Channel. Bring a little reality to you. Mm-hmm. Um, the reality is, bleh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. You know, it's exactly the word I was going to use. A lot of blue out there. Uh, expect records. Um, especially tomorrow and again on Thursday for everyone. And maybe some all-time record highs for the month of October, too. We'll dig into that data as it happens. Today's 87, about 10 above average for everyone. Cloud sunshine tonight in the steamy upper 60s. We should be in the 50s. We'll get there, but it's going to take some time. Mid-90s tomorrow, the hottest day. Looks like it's going to be Thursday with sunshine. Some could sneak into the upper 90s. Imagine that's going to be October 3rd, KC, and we may see near 100-degree heat. Amazing. And then we'll fall back, but just a hair on Friday, upper upper 80s, and then we'll get into the 70s on Saturday. The low should dip down into the 50s on Saturday morning, low 80s Sunday. I have looked ahead and said, well, when is the real, real cool air going to get here? I think by the middle of next week we might see some sustained seasonable or below seasonable temperatures so we might actually have some lows in some spots especially in the mountains into the 40s. So hang in there. Take a couple of more days of this heat then we start taking it away. All right, man. Thank you. Appreciate it. Uh, We'll come back we can snag another call or two on this. Uh, I will have to get into the Emanuel High School. This is in northern Virginia uh, and uh, it involves not just 
students uh, and a uh, claim that was made by a female student, but also politics because Mike Pence, the uh, vice president's wife, occasionally teaches there. So, uh, of course, the big political angle on that. Uh, we'll document that story from start to, I guess, what is now finished uh, for the most part, uh, coming up on the KCO Day radio program. Shop for anything online, and you'll notice thousands of competing items with, in some cases, identical five-star reviews. What's going on? It's Tuesday's Consumer Tech Update. Join the new Commando community, a safe, ad-free social media network built with you in mind. Check it out today at GetKim.com. Online customer reviews were a great idea. People would buy a product and post an honest review. But today, too many of these customer reviews are phony because unscrupulous vendors hire so-called click farms to write their reviews. Amazon is fighting back, but as fast as they take them down, others pop right up. Here are three ways to spot phony reviews. First, if all the reviewers posted five stars, stop. If most of the reviews are bad with nothing positive, stop again. Finally, too many internet influencers accept the merchant's products for free without telling you, making the entire review process suspicious. I'm Kim Commando. Staying informed starts here with KCO Day and Carolina's Morning News. Keep it here to stay connected on FM and the free iHeartRadio app. Back now at uh, 7.54 here on the KCO Day radio program. Uh, let me grab uh, one more quick call story to hit you with. Um, and uh, actually, we got quite a few things to get to. Uh, Tavares, thanks for hanging on. What's up? Uh, yes, uh, Donald Trump gives themselves too much credit. Don't too many people, not too many actual Americans actually vote. You know what I mean? So, and, and then especially enough that care about Donald Trump, it's a very small percent. So I don't think they'll be starting civil war over him. If anything, they well, start well, civil on, war over, it'll on, be because of... Well, hang on, Tavares, um, Tavares just, just so we're 100% accurate, because uh, there's so much that's not. What Donald Trump said, and he was actually quoting somebody, is he said... A civil war-like fracture. So he's talking about the a uh-huh. fracture within within. Do you deny that there is not a sharp divide? You're right. Not among all Americans. Some people don't give a crap. But oh the yeah, people, the people who are yeah. plugged into it, you man, they're at each other's throats a lot. Yeah, that, there's a there's a huge divide. Um, especially like let's say this case of Amber Geiger happens and she gets off. You'll hear crickets. You can hear a mouse pee on cotton after that verdict, knowing that, they, you know, once somebody says, well, race played a, a factor, um, the for other those, side those, those, will literally pretend as if race didn't play a factor. Well, for in, those who don't woman, know, for those who don't know. somebody's house and shooting yeah. them. Yeah, well, you, just, you get what I'm saying? It divides well, yeah, Tavaris, the country you, where people can't Tavaris, come together Tavaris, for Tavaris. righteousness. Right, and I, I I don't want to interrupt you, but one of the things you do when you call, and I, I, I and I just want to remind, when you, when you just throw a name out there, a, a, people don't know the story necessarily. For Andrew uh, Andrew Geiger, who oh, referred to is a, is a police officer who uh, said that she was very tired. She parked on the wrong level of her parking garage, so when she walked into her apartment building, what she thought was her door was actually her neighbor's door, a floor, a different floor, and she shot him. And she's white, he's not. And and so there's a trial going on, and the judge just affirmed yesterday that that her lawyer is able to use the castle doctrine as part of her defense. 
So that's the story that, that you, you were referring to. And I agree, you're absolutely right. You read the comments under that story, and it's divided right down the middle. Right down the middle. Exactly. And that's what divides America, when people don't stand up for righteousness. A lot of times it has nothing to do with black or white. It's just righteousness, knowing what's right, doing what's right. And that is what's going to cause civil disobedience when we don't do what's right. Oh, there's going to be a lot of it out there. I don't disagree with you. Thanks for the call, Tavares. I appreciate it. Uh, speaking of, uh, well, check this out. You want panic? Uh, at, the zoo, at a zoo in Kansas, uh, the Ralph Mitchell Zoo, uh, they inadvertently put out a public announcement that a cougar had escaped. And that caused uh, a little bit of fear, as you can imagine. A lot of people very nervous because I think the mountain lion's running around and they're all at the zoo. Well, it turned out that, in fact, the cougar had not escaped However, for uh, about 20 minutes, everyone was freaking the hell out as they tried to locate it, people clutching their kids, all that good stuff. So, um, yeah, you probably want to make doubly sure. I understand Aaron on the side of caution, but, you know, sometimes animals hide, as Ross has noticed when he goes to the zoo. Sometimes they are uh, well hidden. And uh, it's important you get that right. Oh, oh, wait, hold hold on, hold on. We got an update, some breaking news on that. All right, so uh, apparently uh, there is a minotaur and a Hungarian horntail that have escaped and are loose in the building in Raleigh. I am so glad that I am in Greensboro right now. Ross, is that bad, a Hungarian horntail? Yeah, that would be bad. It's really bad. So the fact that Hungarian one of those... Hungarian longtail, is... yeah. What's that? It's a Hungarian longtail. It's the oh, proper long... vernacular. Yeah. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Well, I'm just reading... You know you know how it is when breaking news is right, out right, there. Right, right. Be first. The and a minotaur. Situation. So that's a double, that's double trouble, right? Wow, what a good week for me to be in Greensboro, right? Look at that, Ross is gone. It got him. Very sad. So there's your breaking news right there. We'll revisit that and make sure it's accurate coming up. we got another whole hour to go. Get some more calls and a lot more stories coming your way. Hang on. for what happened uh, in Yellowstone. A little bit. Uh, hey, remember that story we did? Uh, by the way, welcome, Hour 3 here on your Tuesday. Remember that story we did the other day about the guy who decided he was going to propose to his girlfriend, so he took her to this high-end resort with underwater hotel rooms on this island off the coast of Africa? And then with no breathing apparatus, deep dove down to where the room was. So through the glass window, he could hold up a rather lengthy sign proposing to her. Unfortunately, he didn't make it. Remember that story? Well, uh, we put our heads together. Uh, Did we do that on the show or the podcast? No, it's a post-show podcast. Oh, okay. Uh, So on the post-show podcast, I decided a good little side business is... uh, uh, Wedding proposals, grand wedding proposals for idiots. And one of them was uh, take your girl to Yellowstone, crawl down into Old Faithful, uh, wait on average, I believe it's 78 minutes, 
and uh, and then uh, emerge under a, a steaming stream of water. Right. Me being from the city, I thought it sounded romantic. Right. It Very does, scenic, yeah. memorable. What's I mean, the worst the, that can happen? The scenery uh, around you is amazing. Other than the part where you could get 200 feet in the air with scalding hot water? Ah, nothing. Hopefully she says yes. Him. 48-year-old Cade Seamers was visiting Yellowstone Park. No. What? No. And suffered severe burns to a significant portion of his body. After authorities say he had been drinking and, uh, quote, fell into the thermal waters there as uh, at Old Faithful. How did Rangers know? Well, after he was forcibly emerged from the geyser and eventually uh, uh, a life flighted to Idaho Falls for the severe burns, Authorities say they... Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Two thirds of Americans are at risk to experience a blackout. Are you ready to protect your family? Well, you could be with the Patriot Power Solar Generator 2000X. This new solar generator has double the capacity and is expandable. So you can run big appliances like your fridge even longer. And best of all, the new solar generator is fume-free, safe to use inside, and never needs gas ever. Over 150,000 Americans already trust Patriot Power Generators. Go right now to 4patriots.com slash on the right to get your solar generator now. You'll even get a solar panel included for free. So go to 4patriots.com slash on the right. On the right, that's four Patriots, the number four, Patriots.com slash on the right. He also found his shoe, a hat, and beer cans down in the geyser. So is that him down there working up the courage? What is that? And are now investigating whether alcohol might have played a role. You think? They're also assessing any damage to the cone of the geyser. Apparently, he uh, collapsed some of it. The ground in the hydrothermal area is fragile and thin. There's scalding water just below the surface, yada, yada, yada. That's why they have boardwalks. Uh, Anyone who's not stupid probably realizes it. Um, You know, hot footing's a thing. Do you know what hot footing is? Have I ever mentioned this? I don't think so. You better be real local. You're going to do this. So hot footing is, because there's geyser pools, and then there's just emerging water pools all around the park. And there are some that maintain a consistent temperature, especially in and around the Firehole River. And I'm not going to tell you exactly where. I know where uh, I know where two of them are. I know where one uh, primarily is uh, that could, maintains an even temperature that would be uh, equivalent to a hot tub. The problem that you run into is that idiots will find one, and it will have a comfortable enough temperature. They'll be like, 
I want to be like those monkeys on the on the Discovery Channel. You know the monkeys with the big yeah, weird they noses. Look really relaxed. Don't they look they're, chill? Yeah, very calm. Yeah. The problem <laughs> is, here's where the problem arises. So while you're chilling in there, and let's say the water temperature is 102 or something, right? You're cool because you're like, oh, hot tub. What happens with some of them is, uh, and it's uh, cyclical, all of a sudden there'll be a rush of water that comes in there due to geothermal activity, and it'll go uh, to like 202, and then you're a lobster. So that's how people usually get injured or killed using them. Crawling down into Old Faithful, remember we had the guy who was arrested for peering over the side. I've not seen anyone actually get down in there. That's why I think we may bear some responsibility here. But it doesn't say he was trying to propose. Do you know, um, and some people are like, I want to see the video. Do you know that they intentionally stopped archiving the video footage? Because you could go right now online and you could watch Old Faithful. Um, be dark still, but you could do it. And they they used to maintain that footage. They stopped doing it because idiots, you know, like the roller coaster cams? Yeah. They would go and they do something stupid near there or they throw a coin in there or 101 other things because people are jackasses. And then they would have video of themselves doing it that they could then go collect off the internet. So uh, they stopped archiving the dummy cam. Although now everyone's got handheld device or handheld devices, so I don't know if it's really, uh, really that much of a uh, thing uh, that they would be able to get away with. But so be it. All right, saw that. Had to get that off my chest. Let's get into this story. So last week, a story emerged of a 12-year-old girl from Northern Virginia who attends, uh, she's in sixth grade, at Emanuel Christian School in Springfield. And the girl claims that the girl is black and she has dreadlocks. She claimed that three male classmates, all white, held her down and cut her dreadlocks on the playground of a private school, of this private school. In fact, let's hear from the girl herself. Cut one, please. Sometimes I think that I, like, I don't deserve to uh, like be there at a Christian school and everything, and that I'm ugly. And, and that is because, among other things, they refer to this girl's hair as nappy. And so you you have you obviously have a racial component already in the allegations. Let's hear cut two from her about the attack. Like all three were around me, and then one of them put my hands behind my back. One of them covered my mouth. Like took like big chunks of my hair and just cut. So that's her description of of, of how it went. But again, it's the elements, the rest of the elements within her story that uh, really drove the narrative on this. As you can imagine, mom during the initial interview was PO'd. Go ahead. Where were ministers, where were anybody to protect her from this heinous crime? I want to see something done. I want to see whatever the policies are for bullying. I want to see them implemented because apparently they're not being implemented. So uh, 
immediately after this, what the school decided to do is they barred the boys from coming to school while they investigated. So they suspended the boys while they investigated, figure out exactly what had happened. But uh, it was there that it then uh, it decided uh, that the media was going to really, really uh, make this a national issue. And we'll get to the reason why, but I, I just want you to hear, because it was it was claimed... When I give you the update that really this story wasn't that well publicized, uh, we have a little roundup of the initial publication, a couple cuts. Let me just go with the story itself. Cut one of that, please. Disturbing story tonight involving a school outside. A disturbing story tonight involving a school outside Washington, D.C. Police in Northern Virginia are investigating after a 12-year-old African-American girl said three white classmates pinned her down and cut her dreadlocks. A black sixth grader says that she was pinned down by white classmates who mocked her and cut her hair. A 12-year-old Virginia girl says she is traumatized. She was pinned down by white classmates who cut her hair. Her white classmates pinned her down and cut her dreadlocks. Her classmates called her hair ugly and nappy as they pinned her down and cut several of her dreadlocks. Today, the girl and her family told us about what they're calling a racist attack. Hey, the girl says she's been bullied by the same boys before. It's very disturbing about these boys because it's heartbreaking and traumatizing yeah. for that little girl. Now, one thing you'll notice from that montage, which is roughly 52 seconds, is Ross has systematically went through and trimmed out the word alleged because they all use the word alleged. And why he would go through all of those cuts and trim that word out. Now, let's be honest. No, I'm too lazy for that. Yeah, it would never happen. Come on now. I'm sorry. (laughs) Come on. No one's uh, believing that. But there was another element that might speak a little closer to exactly why this thing gained as much traction as it did. Immediately, based on the singular allegation, without the use of the word alleged in any of the reporting, um, do we have a few of those cuts, please? The wife of the vice president, Mike Pence, she teaches there. Karen Pence teaches art part-time at Emanuel. Second lady Karen Pence teaches art part-time there. Incidents like this, they're not isolated. They're happening way too often. Uh, and you know what's it's, really sad is that she didn't tell her family for a couple of days. She didn't. She didn't. They just noticed that her hair was shorter, yeah. and they asked her about it, and she broke down. Because it was she too was, upsetting. It was to too tell. upsetting, yeah. Oh, I yeah. totally understand that. The school told CNN those involved in the incident will be out of school while police continue their investigation. All right. Um, And by the way, that montage was both the morning news programs that you see on the major networks and, of course, reporting on CNN, MSNBC. Nobody nobody uh, talking about allegations, nobody talking about anything, just just straight. Here's the story. Here's what happened. Well, yesterday there was a twist. Would anyone like to guess what the twist was? The girl's family has issued a formal apology on Monday to the boys, the school, and the community. Yes, um, the incident never happened. And I'm not sure the whole process of events, if police then contacted the family and said, or the school did, and said, hey, we got video, and this just, none of this, none of this happened. But uh, then they issued a statement saying it didn't happen. Um I'm sure that that's probably a lead story on most of the networks this morning so they can correct their reporting. Ross, you you have all the TVs on. That's probably the only thing they're talking about, right? Yeah, no, I missed that. 
Well, wait, wait a second. Well, what are they talking about on the breath. news? Well, not that. But, but I've heard about this whistleblower. Oh, okay. Well. <laughs> a lot of impeachment news. Really? They're not, but but they spent a lot of time on this. Uh, not so much. No, nah. but previously they did. They no, did. Well, yeah, of course. Yeah, because yeah. we have all those cuts right there. So you're saying that it didn't make the uh, didn't make the Tuesday news cycle? Well, not yet. Right. Not that I've seen. Okay. By the way, this is what this is the thing that irritates me the most here, and I don't know whether I I don't know what prompted it. I know you're dealing with a 12 year old girl. I know parents, peer pressure from friends, thought it would be a good way to get back at the boys or something else going on. I don't. I, I'm not in the mind of a 12-year-old. That being said, uh, the school, which is supposed to be run by adults, issued the following statement. Uh, they sent a statement to parents confirming the allegations were in fact false and the school, quote, feels tremendous pain for all the victims and the hurt on both sides of this conflict. I'm sorry, did you just apologize to the girl and her family? You just apologized to everyone, but made a special point to point out to both sides. So you can't even claim that you were just apologizing to the three boys who you suspended based on a singular allegation from school. And the media got a whole round of reports in claiming that it was true. And the identities of the boys, by the way, are not unknown to people within the community. It's a school where three boys were accused of doing this, and then three boys weren't at school. Sherlock Holmes ain't needed to figure this out, and he wasn't as it hit social media. But you apologize to everybody involved. I don't, for the life of me, understand that. And again, I, I don't know fully what the circumstances as to how the 12-year-old arrived, uh, arrived at, at putting this story forward. If it was something as innocuous as she cut her hair and then felt bad and didn't want to tell her parents, or if there was something more lurid going on. But I do know that maybe the school doesn't need to be apologizing for bad behavior. But hey, that's just me. So that is where the story ends now. We will patiently await... I'm sure the next segment of the morning shows where they will immediately get to devoting the same amount of time to let their viewers know how that story turned out. 888-934-7874, the phone number here on the show. Coming up, big toilet problems. Compliments of the UN. Their latest prediction next. Hang on. Connected starts at 6 a.m. with Casey O'Day and Carolina's Morning News on 106.1 FM Talk in the Triangle and 94.5 WPTI in the Triad. A schnitt here in uh, just a few minutes. That'll be uh, 8.35. Let me grab uh, one quick call on the uh, story from Emmanuel, uh, Emmanuel uh, Middle and High School. Uh, Maurice, go right ahead. Yeah, how you doing, man? I'm good. I just want to make a comment on uh, the little girl who uh, claimed that some the, the three little boys cut her uh, hair. Yeah. Uh, first of all, I think she need she need to have a book for telling a lie. That's number one. You know what I'm saying? Because there ain't no way in the world she should she should be doing that. And and number two, 
I really think that she doesn't want to go to that school, so that's why she made the thing up. I can hear it in the explanation where she was talking about it. And number three, um, the school doing this apology for both sides, I think to a certain degree they're right because her lie, the lie that she told, uh, it really um, hurt her, you know, her side of the family who stood up for her, you know, because they really didn't have any reason in the beginning not to believe her. So now they look like fools, to be honest. Even though they apologize and that's all well and good, she had made her side, the, her people who supported her, you know, as a child, look like a fool, plus not even counting, you know, the other people in the school, you know, the three little boys that's in trouble or that got in trouble for something they didn't do yeah. and the school. So well, here, here's my where, opinion. Here's where I'll go, Maurice. If, if the scenario is that she made it up, whether it was because she doesn't want to go there, and I think that's a good take. She doesn't sound like she likes that school very much then I'm with you, because I think that a parent's going to support their child. That being said, I think it's important the school understands why she made the allegation, and uh, we may. And thanks for the call, we may never know. But, uh, all right, good phone call, and we'll talk to Todd Schnick. Bye. You're getting connected with KCO Day and Carolina's Morning News. Smart talk and news all day on 106.1 FM Talk in the Triangle and 94.5 WPTI in the Triad. All right, good morning. It is uh, 8.36 here on the KCO Day radio program. It's Tuesday, so let's welcome in to the fold, host of the Schnitt Show, Todd. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Two thirds of Americans are at risk to experience a blackout. Are you ready to protect your family? Well, you could could be with the Patriot Power Solar Generator 2000X. This new solar generator has double the capacity and is expandable, so you can run big appliances like your fridge even longer. And best of all, the new solar generator is fume-free, safe to use inside, and never needs gas ever. Over 150,000 Americans already trust Patriot Power Generators. Go right now to fourpatriots.com slash on the right to get your solar generator now. You'll even get a solar panel included for free. So go to fourpatriots.com slash on the right. That's fourpatriots, the number four, patriots.com slash on the right. How are you doing this morning, sir? Morning, Casey. I'm doing well. The Australian thing, um, what is that a nothing burger in your opinion? For those of you just, uh, who missed the story earlier, this is the New York Times scoop du jour um, saying that the president, and it's, I guess, being presented, the president essentially was trying to do a tit-for-tat with Australia. Australian officials say that's not true, and uh, the administration says it's this is just the normal part of the bar investigation considering it was an Australian official that was part of uh, somebody going to jail during the initial Mueller investigation. So um, is this just more piling on like we saw during Russia, or is it something else? 
Well, I think we have to wait and really watch this develop and see if there is any uh, there, there, which uh, I hate to use that phrase. But, you know, this story broke in the last hour of my schnitt show yesterday. So, you know, we're on 3 to 6 p.m. Eastern Time live, and, you know, I talked about the the, the story and what the details were as we know it. But, again, I, I caution everyone just to wait for additional details, corroboration. You know, you, you have the Australian comments at this point. You know, again, it does seem that you know many aspects of the media case here are so eager to jump on, pile on. Uh, sometimes they're right, sometimes they're wrong. Again, we're in unprecedented times here, and I think you just got to wait before you uh, convict or decide that oh, that's an absolute bona fide fact. Let me uh, and I saw that you were not a fan of this, and we've been talking about it a little this morning. And I, I just want to make sure that people understand the totality of what the tweet encompassed. The president, as you know, and anyone who follows him on Twitter knows, uh, one of his favorite things to do is to watch TV, and if he hears a quote he likes, he'll send a tweet out with the quote. Right, uh, Fox News being the uh, primary source of this, and so he quoted a guest on Fox yesterday who mentioned civil war kind of specifically a civil war like fracture on fox news um i saw that you didn't think the tweet was a good idea right don't you think we kind of do have a civil war like fracture among many americans at least from an ideological standpoint so you can make that argument that we have never been more fractured from an ideological standpoint i just don't want a president using civil war in a tweet. Uh, I tweeted out something very simple that I'm, you know, what I say, I'm uncomfortable or uh, inappropriate. I, yeah, I, I tweeted out last night that the civil war comment or the use of civil war is just inappropriate. You know, I, I hearken back to the Obama administration of which I was extremely critical, constantly, nonstop. If Obama were to use that terminology in the same exact phraseology or something similar, we would have gone ballistic. We would have, this guy is trying to incite violence. This guy, Obama, he's trying to fracture and divide. And the fact is, is that Obama was a very fractious. He was a, he was a very uh, polarizing uh, president. And, you know, here we have Trump, and Trump's outdone Obama. I, I didn't think that was possible. Okay, but you recognize that there's a difference there. I, I, because if you ask me to analyze where people were, though it was arguably more on race relations, um, to say that there's a, an ideological civil war-like fracture, I don't think would have been inaccurate. You know, I guess it's how you parse the word. I, again, I just I don't like, and I don't think that a president should be using you know, civil war or the term civil war. Now, listen, can you have extreme variances and differences of opinion? And we've arrived. Uh, we are there. And, and I don't like it. I don't, I, you, know, you, you turn on, you know, cable news, for instance, and the the yelling, the screaming, the, the discourse, it's Man, it's it's it just doesn't feel good. It, I don't I don't I don't I, I, I don't like where we I, Casey. I don't like where we are. I think we're in a in a bad spot. I, I don't disagree with you. I don't disagree with you at all. And I guess arguably, I just sit here and I try to. I feel, and I think a lot of people feel, and I think it's something that the media is is discounting, is that 
it it's forced us to never be or at least attempt to be if we want to be intellectually honest about this more careful in understanding the totality of the words used and i think it's because there's too many examples where parts of a phrase or parts of a quote are utilized and are done intentionally so to mislead and misinform people and it irritates me to the 10th power you know i'll sit here there, if i don't think i can do a story that will provide as much context as necessary in the time that I have ahead of a hard break, and I know you battle with this too. If I've yep. got if I've got ninety seconds, and I don't think that I can contextually tell that story because I know somebody may be going into work and they're going to miss the rest of it, I'll err on the side of doing it after the break. Right. All right well, listen. Let, let me ask you honestly here. I don't know the conversations that you've had with your listeners or how you've presented it. Uh, you well, know, here's 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 the, here's the question. Well, where, where do you, Casey? Where where do you stand? Do you, do you think that it is beneficial? Do you think it's helpful for a president to use the term "civil war" in a tweet? I think that if you're trying to draw attention to the most divided this nation has been there is not a more shining example than the 1860s. And, and I think it's fair to debate whether we're there or not and, and to recognize the different reasons. What we talked about this morning is uh, what would a civil war look like? Because, you know, and, and by the way, how much would the letters home from people in today's civil war suck compared to the 1860s? That was <laughs> yeah. but um, But what would that look like in the modern age? And it's, it's consumer battles. It's pockets of violence. You see it with Antifa and Proud Boys on the streets of Portland. And, and so that was the analysis that we were doing. And I think civil war versus civil war-like fracture, speaking to uh, a cited example of something, while it is significantly aggressive language, I don't think it's inaccurate language. So I wonder if what other example in American history I could use to describe where I think a lot of people think that we are. Yeah, I'm not going to make excuses for it. I, you know, so I, that one thing about me, I'm going to pick my position. Sure. I'm going to think yeah. about things, and and I, I'm not going to budge from it. I, you know, again, uh, I'm very clear. I like a lot of things that this president has done policy wise, but there are other things that I really dislike, and I'm not going to be swayed or bullied into. Uh, you know, not criticizing the president when I think the criticism is worthy. And, you know, regarding the tweets, let me let you in on a little insight. Uh, over the weekend, I ran into a friend of mine, actually face-to-face, uh, at an airport. <laughs> I don't want to be too specific on who, what, when, where. But I ran into a friend of mine who is very active uh, in Trump politics. Uh, speaks to the president quite regularly. This is a, a long-time friend of mine, and we text back and forth. We see each other occasionally. And I, I asked about the tweeting, and this individual said, well, here's the deal. Uh, it, it, the, the tweeting is a problem. Keep in mind, this is an individual that works very closely with uh, GOP RNC politics, Okay. Uh, is 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 consulted on policy. This is a person that speaks to the president and sees the president quite regularly. And I said, "Listen, we got to got to control the the tweeting here." And this individual said to me, "During the workday, when the president is in the West Wing and the staffers are around, the aides are around, and the press sex around, the tweeting is controlled. It is somewhat vetted." 
The problem is, and this person told me that there have been a lot of conversations. They've been trying, they're trying, they're trying. It's when the president is in the uh, White House residence prior to the workday, or the president is in the residence post-work day that they can't control him. And the, the comment was that they're trying to temper his tweets. They've tried. They just can't do it. And that's, yeah. listen, that's, that's good information right from somebody that works with the president. Well, and the time frame fits. You know, most of the conversation, or most of the tweets that we have conversations about in the news cycle are ones that emanate about the time my show starts, sometimes before yeah. the show starts. Yeah, yeah. So I agree with you there. All right, Todd Schnitt, schnittshow.com. In addition to uh, ways to listen to the main show, 3 to 6, should you want to, you can also check out the uh, Farkenschnitt, which I have to be very careful in saying, uh, yeah. Farkenschnitt podcast. Uh, you get a link right there, and that's you and uh, Drew Curtis, founder of Fark, uh, once right. a week uh, on Tuesdays. By, by the way, uh, Casey, the new episode just dropped. Uh, we, we drop new episodes every Tuesday morning at 5 a.m., so the brand-new episode of Fark and Schnitt just hit this morning. <laughs> Excuse me. You can get it wherever podcasts, uh, where, where, you can get it wherever you get your podcasts. And, of course, to make it very easy, you can go to schnittshow.com. You'll see the ad for Fark and Schnitt. Click on it. It'll take you right to the platform. Or go to Fark, F-A-R-K.com, and click on the ad on there. All right, man. Do appreciate it. And uh, we'll talk next week, okay? Sure. All right, there you go, 846, and Ray Stajic from the Weather Channel is standing by, ready to rock and roll on the weather, and it's going to be uh, a little sticky-icky for a while, and then uh, some weekend reprieve. I like the timing of it. Yeah, it should be uh, actually cooling down, and I say that, but I say it's only going to take us back to average for uh, maybe quite a few days, uh, probably starting over the weekend. Still going to be in record territory today. I think better chance tomorrow and Thursday. Today in the upper 80s, mid-90s tomorrow, maybe the upper 90s for some on Thursday with plenty of sunshine, not much rain in the forecast, and very warm even on the overnight low temperatures. So, you know, you see that little meter is going to continue to spin out there as the AC is running over the next three days. Still warm Friday in the upper 80s, but then we will see this wedge of cooler air come in. Could wake up Saturday morning in the 50s. And that's where we should be this time of year. Clouds and sunshine and highs in the mid-70s on Saturday afternoon. Sunday, low 80s. Monday, low 80s with a chance of showers. We may actually get some rain in here. As it has been very dry overall over the past few weeks. We haven't had any widespread rainfall. Sure, some have gotten it. And then as we get into next week, Casey, I think we're probably going to have multiple days at or below 80 degrees for daytime highs. So I think this extreme heat, at least the way it looks right now, these 90s are probably gone, I'm going to say, starting this weekend. I like to say hopefully for the rest of the year, but I'm not that brave yet. Okay. All right. Well, uh, summon the courage, and we'll talk uh, tomorrow. Sounds good. All right. And uh, Chuck Hamlick from Bloomberg News joins us next. Hear it again, or for the first time, open the iHeartRadio app and search Casey O'Day for the podcast. And your Bloomberg update being brought to you by Hendricks Business Systems, and Chuck Campbell joins us this morning. How you doing, sir? I'm fine. Thank you, Casey. Good to hear your voice again. Yeah. Uh, so uh, how many days are you with us all week, then? Not just today and yesterday. Oh, okay. All right, let's make the most of it. What do you got? I've got a break at the pump for you. Gas Buddy says that national price of regular fell two cents last week to two sixty four a gallon. Prices spiked, of course, after the drone attack in Saudi Arabia. And I guess that's how you get prices up. You attack something and up they go and you don't, pay. Don't don't you know, don't put that out there. Okay. Sure. <laughs> 
October <laughs> Jeez, in the final man. quarter of the year. Should get off to a good start on Wall Street. Futures point to a higher open today. The Dow could be up about 75 points. We'll see if we can hold it not just for the day, but for the month and for the rest of the year. We're doing okay so far this year, by the way, with the markets. Nike giving Skechers a legal run for its money, Casey, suing its rival for ripping off its shoe designs. According to the complaint, Skechers Sketch Air Shoes copy Nike's Vapor Max and Air Max 270 sneakers. This is the third time these two companies are going toe-to-toe in court. And U.S. Steel just bought a nearly 50% stake in rival Big River Steel for $700 million. Big River's Arkansas mill uses electricity, not coal, to produce steel, it has a lower carbon footprint and should save U.S. Steel some money. Uh, that's not really going to help U.S. Steel stock today, though. It's going down on this news because that investment's $700 million. That ain't hay. How about uh, really, really cheap food? Really cheap food for you, Casey? I got it. Okay. DoorDash and McDonald's giving away $1 million Big Macs that cost $0.01 cent each the rest of this week. Along with a million-dollar cash prize, too. It's a Business Insider. Uh, Business Insider says it's a, a promotion to celebrate DoorDash's new partnership with McDonald's. Eventually, they hope to bring their service to millions of McDonald's all through the universe. Which explains why Ross's studio looks like the Scrooge McDuck vault with Big Macs. <laughs> swimming in them. That could be. It's a Big Benny. Mac fort. Come on. No, it's a Big Mac fort. Excuse me. So He actually uh, built a hinge out of one. That's right. So, yeah. Anyway. All right. Casey, have yeah. a great day. Yeah, you too, Chuck. Appreciate it. So the hinge or the fork, it's, you know, it's like Legos. You can do whatever you want with it. All right. And eventually, you're going to want to eat it, though. All right. Uh, let me grab one quick call here. Yes, Dave, what's up? Oh, I was just thinking that your buddy Schnitt sounded like uh, he was building a case for an anonymous whistleblower. If you look at Trump's tweets, you know when his best ones are. You just look at the time on them. What he said mostly was to make himself sound better. That somebody trusted him to tell him that. Well, I don't think. Do you think that's inaccurate, though? Because I I, I notice a pattern that the the tweets. That's what that, I just. That's what I yeah. said. You noticed the pattern. You didn't need Schmidt to tell you, didn't you? Well, at least I know I'm not crazy. I mean, so. I mean, he's 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 packing something that's that's obvious in something that makes him look pretty special. Well, um, you know what. Call and tell them, too. That's kind of a cynical viewpoint. Well, that's everyone's cynical these days. It's no worries, man. Dave, I appreciate the call, okay? Have yourself a good one there. Uh, you know, uh, before the show, Ross, you had asked me uh, what you should change your name to. Right. Uh, yeah, how about Sexy Vegan? I don't know about that. You a little competition. You might get to mistake him for 37-year-old Hansel DiBartello. Bar- uh, he lives in Los Angeles. He legally changed his name to Sexy Vegan and uh, is facing some rather interesting charges in L.A. According to authorities in Los Angeles, Sexy Vegan is charged with uh, sexually assaulting a puppy. He's pled not guilty. Now, is that puppy love? Is that what they mean by that? I don't know. On September 5th, Vegan posted a video on a social media account allegedly depicting inappropriate behavior with a pit bull puppy. Living dangerously. Detectives found the video, investigated, and eventually charged him. Um, he pled not guilty on Friday. Bail set at $35,000. Uh, Sexy Vegan has a little bit of notoriety as he has appeared on the Dr. Phil show twice. Once required him to be escorted off by security 
after he ripped his clothes off and uh, went on an expletive-laden rant. The second time, he came on and apologized for the rant and announced that he is now a 2020 presidential candidate. Man, they're coming out of the woodwork. In fact, uh, he's not the only one. Uh, so uh, add sexy. Wouldn't you want to see sexy vegan right there next to uh, Marianne Williamson and the yep. rest? Yep. Yeah, you want to watch that. I mean, they are the nominee. <laughs> we can agree on that, right? Yeah, I'm, I'm in, man. Oh, those would be the best pressers. If, although there is one other. Um, he's got a little political experience. He was a governor. And he's back crap crazy. It's Jesse Ventura, this from an interview yesterday. The country's going to get reunited is to elect an independent president. So if it's not you, then who is it? I don't know. So then do you feel an, a, a need to do I it have in that, order to serve your country? I have that voice in the back of my head that says to me, if not you, then who? It's there. Yeah, because as we all know, if you hear voices, do what they say. I mean, he is the nominee, right? Well, no, we you can can't. agree on that. Well, hold on. Now you got Ventura, Williamson, and Vegan. What <laughs> what ticket are you looking for? I'm going on the ticket that uh, helped destroy the Predator. <laughs> right? Well, not really. I mean, died. So. Serious, good point. Yeah, so there's that. Oh, man. Oh, I don't know if you could pick just two, but it's amazing to think about. Check out the blog, KCOnTheRadio.com, and register for post show pints. Details. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> no, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.